some event, huh? Brought out the one guy in the city more reclusive than me. Thought you'd never leave the shoreline. Aren't you afraid someone will take a shot at you? Why? Because your father ain't around. Oz, you know Bruce Wayne? Wow, is that right? His father saved my life. I got shot in the chest. Right here. I couldn't go to no hospital, so we showed up on his doorstep. Operated right on the dining room table. Kid here, he, he saw the whole thing. Up on the stairs looking down. I remember your face. You don't think that meant something he did then? It means he took the Hippocratic Oath. Hippocratic Oath. That's good. Welcome to the Superhero Cinephiles Podcast. I'm your host, Perry Constantine, and bringing back uh, a former guest and a good friend of mine, and that's John Brasic. Johnny, how are you doing today? Well, hello there, uh, Perry. I am well, thank you. Yeah, it's good seeing you you? again. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's good seeing you again, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How's the kid? How's everybody? She's doing good. Um, uh, Yeah, she's uh, climbing all over everything. Uh, (laughs) Waking us up at like, you know, six or seven o'clock in the morning every day, pretty much. Um, But she's good. Yeah, she's starting to take, uh, she's starting to move, slowly starting to walk. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, today she's starting to walk. Tomorrow she'll be asking for the keys for the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, she's um, like like I was telling you before we started recording. We're we're about we're getting ready to move soon, and the new place we've got has got like uh, some hallways and stuff, so she can she'll oh. have more she'll have more space to move around in. Whereas right now she's okay. kind of limited. Okay. Um, but she's doing good, and um, uh, wife's doing good, and uh, the the soon to be baby number two is doing good too. Oh, wait, there's a baby number two coming? Yeah, you didn't know about this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're uh, due in um, June, I think. Oh, wait, you did mention that. What am I, what's your name? <laughs> That's right. I Forgive me. I'm sorry. I, uh, I My brain these days, it's the lack of alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've been cutting back myself too lately. Um, but anyway, uh, for, for people who are listening and... Um, uh there's this episode is actually being recorded out of order so i've had a few other episodes that are recorded um before but because this today we're talking about the batman and because it just came out i wanted to kind of front end this so um in in some of the other episodes you'll hear me making references to to things and so if you're confused at all that that's why it's just we're doing a little um we're doing a little uh backtracking here to with this episode um but like I said, we're here to talk about the Batman and it's still in theaters, obviously. So I'm going to warn you guys right up front. If you haven't seen the movie yet, if you're worried about spoilers, this is your warning. Okay. If you don't want to be spoiled, turn off the, the podcast right now, go to the theater, watch the movie, and then come back and listen to us because we're going to spoil it. So I don't want to hear anybody complaining about how, oh, you, you spoiled it. And it's like, we warned you. So You've gotten fair warning, and now let's jump into it. You've been warned. Yes. <laughs> oh, and if you do go, bring snacks. Go on. Yeah, it's uh, that's another thing, you know. And if 
you know, maybe make sure they're, they're pretty salty snacks. Cause it's uh, it's a long movie. It's, it's three, it's like three hours long and um, uh, it doesn't feel like three hours, but if you've got, um, but you may have to take a break in the middle of it to use the bathroom or anything. So just be prepared going in. Cause it is three hours long. Can we start a discussion with one little antidote, if I may? Sure. Um, we walked into the theater and we were curious because they were running a Batman snack special. Mm-hmm. Now, the Sawmill Theater is a family run. It's not part of a chain as far as I can tell. I live in a small town in the mountains of Arizona. And so it's one of these almost mom and pop operations. Mm-hmm. And they run, they'll run like, like for example, the Batman movie and next to it will be a, a movie from the 1960s. Okay. You know, you know or they'll run, uh, like when they had the Star Wars movie, they actually played Jedi and all the other older ones. Oh, okay. They, and not only that, they had the originals from when those movies came out. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyways, um, so we walk into the theater and there is the Batman snack special. I'm like, snack special? They normally don't offer something like this. Mm-hmm. And it came with a large popcorn. It came with what they call the Southwestern pretzels basket, which was basically pretzels uh, with jalapenos in them mm-hmm. or uh, and then nacho cheese cup or your choice of just nachos. And it came with two uh, uh, candy treats, okay, which of your choice, which was like, you know, the usual fare you would get at the movie theaters, you know, your, right. uh, your uh, Disney Crunch, your Mike and Ike's. I mean, take your pick. Right. And what had to be the biggest fucking largest multi-gallon obesity constructing diabetes manipulating uh, expanding tub of soda. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, this soda had to be a gallon or oh, some Jesus. humongous, <laughs> humongous, okay, barrel of soda, mm-hmm. okay? Now, naturally, I'm not taking that, you know, but we saw some people take that. So you did for a dollar less, you didn't have to get the, the, the tanker size of soda. Mm-hmm. Instead, after for a regular, I got a normal sized uh, soda. And, uh, oh, you also got a free soft serve. Okay. So <laughs> they I, go all out. Was, oh, yeah, and, and for six bucks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, which was, I thought, a hell of a deal. Of course, you know, we were curious, and the guy says, well, they've been hurting from the pandemic. Mm. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I come from a town, just for your listeners to know, where a good chunk of the population died off of COVID. Oh, wow. Seniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, well, I'm, anyways, I'm just saying, it, the town is starting to try to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, so we got the sp- snack special thinking, okay, one snack special for me. And I was sharing it with my brother. I went with my sister, brother-in-law and her friend, Patty, who I'll call use that name. Okay. <laughs> who uh, is a bigger nerd than you and I put together. Mm-hmm. I mean, this woman came in wearing a Batman t-shirt from 1969. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. With, with the, with the autographs. Of the guy that played Robin. Oh, Burt Ward. Uh, Burt Ward. The guy that played the original Commissioner Gordon. Okay. She didn't get Batman, but she got Alfred. Oh, okay. That was um, so, Alan Napier, I think, right? 
I no, Alan Napier was uh, the Riddler. No, 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 no. The Riddler was Frank Gorshin. Gorshin, you're right. You're right. No, then I think you're right. Anyways, well, anyways, and she got two other people, but I don't remember who the other names were. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the guy that played Skipper from Gilligan's Island. So I don't know how that <laughs> happened. But anyways. Maybe he um, had maybe he had a guest appearance on the show at some maybe, point. Maybe, maybe. Because they used a lot of cele- they had a lot of big name celebrities who appeared as villains on that show. Well, yeah, I know. You'd be surprised. And there was one, well, guy named Falseface who was rumored to be Frank Sinatra. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But anyways, um, so we're all sitting down and the guy behind the counter says, you're going to want to get one for each of you. And we're like, ah, no, we can get by, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, halfway, the movie is about as long as the movie Gandhi <laughs> or Lawrence of Arabia without the intermission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're talking Lord of the Rings long. Mm-hmm. Right? Was Lord of the Rings as long? Um, I think the at least the uncut the the extended editions at least were. Um, I'm not okay. sure about the the theatrical ones. Well, well, halfway through, my sister ended up getting more snack specials. Oh wow! We ran out of food. <laughs> yeah, we ran, and everybody in the theater that was there, they ran out of food. I think the theater people purposely sold the salty snacks so we'd come back for, you know, others. Well, anyways, so yes, folks, if you're going to see the movie, sneak in as much food as you can in your pockets or go in and buy uh, hopefully they got a snack special i know theater popcorn always tastes better than stuff you can get at home something i don't know what it is it's that um i don't know what it is it's that it's that imitation butter sauce they use because i remember yeah. even even here like the the stuff they they have here it's not the same as as, as that imitate as that butter sauce they have in, in america when i was in high school i worked at a at a movie theater and they told us um when we asked them if they want you know any butter on it we couldn't legally say butter we could only say buttered okay. flavored topping <laughs> buttered flavored it's yeah. sort of like with Pringles can't call themselves potato chips. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, butter flavor. I, you know, all I know is I had a friend named Joe Bellino in high school who worked at the Golf Mill Theater. Mm-hmm. And he says, you could use this stuff as motor oil. <laughs> Probably, and he did it in yeah. car. He said, you could use that stuff. But it tasted so good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you want to put extra, extra goop on there. And it's, it, you know, you're in a movie theater, you want to take it all in. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, to the movie. Yes. Um, uh, so can I the, ask you a quick question before you go on? Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry to be rude. Did you have movie previews for yours? Yeah, yeah, there were a few. Um, there were right. none. Oh, really? You didn't have any? In fact, I had this confirmed with two other friends that seen this, and they're on different parts of the country. No previews, movie previews. Wow, that's interesting. No, we had previews in ours. It was, um, we had... Uh, we had the DC um, 2022 preview, which showed clips from, ironically enough, the Batman, but also uh, the Flash and Black Adam and um, uh, some other one too, I think is, was in there too. Oh, that would uh, be cool to see. Aquaman, Aquaman 2, uh, yeah. the Lost Kingdom, I think it's called. That They had some clips from that. It was like this, you know, the it was like a, a montage of clips. They, they posted this up on, I think they did it for the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. But um, but it's on YouTube. Um, and also we had a trailer for uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Um, I think that was the I think that was it. I think those are the only trailers we had. I wonder if any of the theaters had trailers. Like I said, two other friends have seen it. Mm-hmm. One in Pennsylvania. 
and another one in Texas, there were no trailers. That's interesting. He went straight to the movie. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe there's not a whole bunch of Warner Brothers content coming out this year. I don't know what it. I don't know, but because um, I know a lot of the, and especially now because um, they just recently announced that Flash and Aquaman have been pushed back to early 2023 now because um, they they didn't have enough time to because the, the VFX um, got delayed because of COVID. Are they trying to redo it like an MCU type of thing? Nobody knows for sure. Like there's tons of rumors floating around, but I think my impression is that if they're going to do it, Flash would be like a way to kind of do like a soft reset of the timeline. So then they could, um, so then they'll still have like, um, uh, what's the name? Ezra Miller as Flash, um, Jason Momoa is Aquaman, Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman, um, uh, Shazam, they'll still have that. And then that'll, but that'll allow them to do things like, you know, recast Batman or potentially recast Superman, because we don't know what's going on with Henry Cavill and to kind of like wipe the Snyder stuff under the rug, so to speak. I don't think they could include this Batman. He's too young. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, because this. It, and based on what Matt Reeves has said to the director, it sounds like he's pretty intent on keeping this a separate thing. So I don't think they'd, um, I don't think they'd involve the the Pattinson Batman into it. Um, but anyway, no. let's but let's talk about about this movie. So yeah, obviously this was originally supposed to be part of the DCEU. It was originally supposed to be directed. Um, you know, Ben Affleck when he was still Batman, he was actually going to direct, produce, coast and co-write co and star in it. Um, but he had a, a lot of reservations about it and he had been under a lot of stress playing the role. And, and he basically said, you know, I was worried that if I took, that if I did this project, it would be so stressful that it would drive me back to drinking. And so that's one of the reasons why he dropped out of it. And, you know, I just want to take a moment and say that the, the Snyder cultists uh, online who are demanding that Affleck return. I mean, the guy has said, like, it's a danger to his health to continue doing this. Leave the man alone. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I'm as, you know, disappointed as anybody that he didn't get a chance to really show what he could do as Batman, because I thought he was, um, I thought he did a very good job with the, the crap material he was given. And if he had gotten the chance to to play the character, to play the role as the character should be written, I think he would have been he would have been the best Batman. But, but that's you know that ship has sailed now. So, so yeah, there's no way. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. I mean, we're going to see him in the Flash, but other than that, that's going to be like his last outing. That's going to be his last hurrah as Batman. Hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, so once he was uh, once he dropped out, they brought in Matt Reeves, who's done um, some of the Planet of the Apes uh, movies. And um, Matt Reeves had removed all the DCEU connections of it, and he decided to make this um, an earlier story. So this is set in basically the year two era of Batman. Right. It's definitely not year one. I mean, because mm -hmm. Batman has been established to have the bat signal. That's not a new thing. Right. Well, he says right at the beginning that he's been doing this for two years. Right. And so, you know... He, the police still hate him, but except for Gordon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he shows up at the scenes. He goes to the police station and everything else. Like, hey, he's been there before. Mm -hmm. um, 
But it's interesting you mentioned with, with the whole, we're going on with the universe. I, I know that they're setting up, eight, I mean, they've already announced this on uh, HBO Max here. I don't know about in Japan, that there's a Gotham PD. And no, so the, it, 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 that's been canceled. The Gotham that's series has been canceled, but they're going to be doing oh. a Penguin series. They are doing a Penguin. Will it yeah. be by the same actor? Yeah, Colin Farrell is going to be playing the character still. Okay. That's disappointing about the Gotham PD. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, we already got Gotham, you know, a few years ago as, you know, as disappointing as that show was. And so it's like, let's, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm kind of over the let's do a Batman show without Batman idea, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, it's I like they, they keep going, they've been wanting to do, I don't know what it is about TV producers and doing a Batman show that doesn't have Batman, but they've been wanting to do this since before Smallville. Right, because before Smallville, it was actually originally planned to do um, a young Bruce Wayne series, and and then that ended up getting pushed aside, and then they did Smallville instead. But then they went and they did Gotham, which was a young Bruce Wayne series, and then they did that, and then also you know we get we get Batwoman, which is a world where Batman's missing. We've had Birds of Prey, which was a world where Batman was missing. You know, way back in the day, if you remember Birds of Prey, the TV I show. You know, we had we've had Titans, which has been you know a pseudo Batman show as well. I'm just like, you know, we can we're gonna have Batgirl soon as well, and like you can take a break from <laughs> doing Batman shows that aren't Batman for once. The problem with the Gossip Show, to me, and I think I was one of the few people that kind of kind of liked it because it was mm-hmm. something to watch. This is back what about ten years ago, something like or that, six yeah. years ago. Yeah, it not wasn't yeah. that long ago. It was more recently right. Smallville. It came out. Like about, I think maybe about halfway into Smallville's run is when Gotham came out. Right. Uh, was there was too many coincidences? Oh, he's friends with the girl that becomes Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he becomes friends with the girl that becomes uh, Catwoman. You know, and then the the, the guy that becomes a Joker. Yeah, you know? the, the show was really it, and it was also weird because you know you have all these villains showing up before Batman appears, which. Yeah. Which takes away from one of the big elements of Batman is that, you know, there's him, his presence in Gotham as Batman is sort of the, the whole theme of escalation that the Dark Knight right. touched on, which it's is hit, exactly, yeah, where that's what's bringing out all these crazies, um, which I kind of like that aspect of it. And, you know, it's not a big deal, but you get rid of that. But also, too, you think about it, all these villains are adults when Bruce Wayne is still a kid. And so you kind of get this sense that, you know, <laughs> eventually when you get to Bruce Wayne, having done this for like 10 years, he's going to be beating up a bunch of geriatrics. Yeah. It reminds me of that DC comic where they take all the villains who are now old. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I don't think so. Uh, it's basically a group led by uh, Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. who's in her 60s. Um. L, uh, uh, Killer Croc, is that his name? I keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Killer Croc, who is the husband of Catwoman, who goes around in a, a uh, what are those scooters you see seniors ride in, and it's supposed to be taken seriously, you know. And like, uh, you're right. It, it, it's there, like, is this, you know, Lady Harley? I think so. I okay, think so. I, I haven't seen that, so I, I, I've, I've know, heard of it, where, but where I haven't Luthor is the president of Mexico. I haven't, I haven't actually read it, but I, but I've heard okay. of it. So, 
and his arch rival is Wayne Gretzky. But anyways. Yeah, but I mean, the whole thing, Harley Quinn's another character who's just kind of, I like her as more of a supporting character when she's the central character, unless yes. it's like the, the animated series. You know, yes. I don't think she's as, personally for me, she's not as interesting to hold down. So, um, so let's go back to the movie now. Yes. And yeah. in, in the movie, what I really loved about it was it was like a gritty detective novel. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like a detective in detective comics for Batman. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, it was sort of like, it kind of reminded me of true detectives in a way mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Batman, uh, with a Batman theme. Mm-hmm. I liked how, and I know this has been said everywhere, or it's not being original here, how essentially a Riddler comes off like the Zodiac killer. And yeah, I think, yeah. I think that was the purpose they did because for those who are unfamiliar, the Zodiac killer left not riddles, but in a way, but he left messages with certain symbols. Right. And if you look in the movie, the Riddler makes certain similar symbols, you know, and, and leaves messages. And I just thought, you know, this was, it was a very, definitely an original take because the last time anyone ever saw the Riddler on the big screen was Jim Carrey's rendition. Yeah. If I, uh, right. There's no other yeah. one. Before well, I mean, there was in Gotham, not not on the big screen, but in Gotham there was the Riddler. But it was a, well, he was, and he was pretty good. He was one of the few good things about that show was, was their take on the Riddler in that. But but in, as far as uh, as far as movies, you're right. The the last time was Jim Carrey. It was Jim Carrey, and we're talking two completely. And the, I I can't remember the name of the actor that plays him, but I thought he did a pretty swell job. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. What else was he in? He's been in a lot of stuff. Um. Uh. I'm gonna look him up and I'll I'll tell you some stuff. But 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 yeah, he's been so in a lot of stuff. Doing, and go ahead. So while he was doing, while he's the Riddler in this program, he, I like how they did the riddles. I mean, you see in the past, like like that the riddles are there just because oh he's the Riddler. Not that it doesn't really fit into the movie. I mean, but in this one, it really does. And not only that, it, it goes in how. Well, let's be honest here. He's there almost as a psychotic and not an anti-hero, but mm-hmm. I honestly have thought of one point spoiler alert again. I thought the Riddler was the journalist okay. who was going to, to investigate because they show a picture of the journalist and he's got glasses, mm-hmm. right? But it's not him, obviously. We all know that. Yeah. It's one of the orphans in the Wayne Orphanage who yeah. grows up to be uh, an accountant of all things. Yeah. Right. Um, so, um, so yeah, Paul Dano, he, you probably, the thing I knew him most from is Little Miss Sunshine. Um, but he's also been in a lot of other things. He was in um, There Will Be Blood, uh, Cowboys and Aliens, Night and Day, 12 Years a Slave. Was uh, he the preacher Looper. There Will Be Blood? I, I didn't actually see There Will Be Blood, so I don't know, but his character was Paul Sunday, Eli Sunday. He was the preacher. Holy okay. shit, that wasn't. Oh, now I know why they picked him because they got very, it's very similar characters in a certain way, in a certain way. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway. well, one of the things you said is that, and uh, this is one of the things, uh, so I like this movie a lot. I thought it, I thought it was really good. Um, I still have some quibbles with it, uh, but first talk about the things I liked was I love that this time we actually, like you were saying, that we see Batman as a detective in this movie, yeah. which is something the movies have seemed to have pretty much avoided. Um, we got a little bit of it in, you know, the 1989 Batman, 
because we see like Michael, we see the aftermath of Michael Keaton's Batman investigating stuff, but we don't actually see him in the act of investigating. Um, right. All the investigation stuff happens off screen, basically. Right. There's the scene where he's he's thinking about um, he's thinking about what the Joker's doing. And he says and he says and he and he he's, he says, like, Alfred, let's go shopping. And then later he gives the results that he's found um, to Vicki Vale. So we know that, you know, he's tested all these products and he's found out what the Joker's toxin is and the combination. So we know he's doing some detective work there, but we don't see the actual steps right. that he takes to make those leaps. Um, and also in uh, Batman Returns, again, a little bit at the beginning with the stuff with the Penguin, um, you, you see there's a little bit, but, but all this stuff happens off screen. Um, and then in Batman v Superman, we again got a little bit of a taste of it, but the problem is, is that the everybody in that movie is so stupid that right. the fact that he's not able to determine that it's Lex Luthor behind everything is ridiculous. Yeah, right. right. I mean, because it's, you know, Lex Luthor basically signed the, the, the Superman frame-up job by using his own, his company's own experimental bullets and nobody but Lois Lane is able to figure that out. And it's just it, when, which that's, you know, go back to what, listen to when Derek and I talked about Batman v Superman, cause we went off on how stupid the plot was in that, but they do make an effort to show like Ben Affleck's Batman is trying to do some detective work, but he's not really that good at it. So this right. is the first time when he, when Batman, at least in the in the live action movies, when we see Batman as a competent, intelligent detective, and I really like that aspect of it. Well, I, I want to challenge that a little bit. You're right, but I, I'd say about ninety percent. I don't think he's one hundred percent that good at it because it shows in the movie as he's learning. I mean, it's like as you said, he's on year mm -hmm. two, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, or at least year two that. He makes some mistakes in the movie. He does, you but know? that's fine. I'm fine with that because for the Me most too. part, he they show him as being competent. Whereas right. in Batman v Superman, he just seemed like an idiot. Right. No, no, I agree with you. Well, there I do, but I'm just saying it shows more a level of realism that mm -hmm. he is doing a detective work. But like real detectives, they're not gonna be the perfect detective. They're not mm -hmm. gonna be, oh yeah, you know, here comes uh uh you know the Belgian detective from Murder on the Nile, where he oh yeah I pieced it all together before that first scene even happened. You know this guy he missed certain things, yeah. and it shows it's like a level of realism. You know, and you know damn well that he's learning from it, and he mm -hmm. sees that he's you see that he's learning from this, and you know that this Batman is going to evolve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I appreciated that for the most part. Although one of the issues I had with it was the fact that um, uh, the 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 mistake he makes is with this is like these basic mistakes with Spanish language, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you could have easily figured that out by just double checking your your brief memories of high school Spanish or Google. Or Google, yeah. So I thought that was a uh, that was a little. I'm like, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to show that he makes mistakes, but you know, even Penguin's just like, really, come on. <laughs> and I think when you've got another character pointing out how your master detective has missed something so obvious, I think that's that's a little bit of a problem in the in the movie. Well, uh, don't forget he that that final clue where it was literally under the carpet. Yeah, of yeah. uh, the Riddlers, you know, that's another one. That, that again, I thought was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, but again, I think. Because you know there's two more movies coming. 
Well, they there hasn't any, there hasn't been anything confirmed yet. Oh well, you know you, you gotta. T- I'm pretty sure they're gonna make. Uh, look, I'm pretty I, sure well, after yeah, this movie has gotten has gotten very successful, so I'm pretty sure that they'll probably be doing something else. Um, but um, Matt Reeves so went into up, this movie. Dino. Perry, well, yeah, yeah, Perry, look at when he goes the minute that the Batman went into that hall, that room in the orphanage, mm-hmm. and that camera is playing, and he's showing that you know the Riddler talks about the families of Gotham being the Arkham's and the Waynes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I, I immediately thought of one other who could be the next villain, and I'm sure I'm sure you know who I'm going to allude to. Okay, and it, it is the owls, the court of the owls. Court of owls, yeah. That's been the that's something of... that's been mentioned. Matt Reeves has also said uh, he'd be interested in doing Hush, which they also reference uh, because yes. the the reporter uh, was um, his last name was Elliot, so his son could be Thomas Elliot, who, See, who becomes Hush. So in the I gotta ask you this. Yeah, I gotta ask you this. I watched this and I said to myself, okay, I see the the type of realism that they're going for here. I've been wanting to ask you. How do you feel now that the degree of real they cannot do? I think they're going, assuming now, this is all, you know, speculation here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That uh, assuming they do make two more movies, mm-hmm. do you think that the, 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 the way or the way they're going about this, they cannot use certain villains? That are too fantastic. Like so, here's now here's something that you touched on, and this is my biggest complaint about the movie, is that I am done. I am so beyond done with let's make a grounded, realistic Batman. Right, I'm so done with this. We had the we had the Nolan trilogy. We did it. It's done. And one of the as many complaints as I have about. Zack Snyder and the DCEU and everything it did. One of the things that I love that he did was he's like, let's embrace the the fact that this is a fantastical comic book world. And he had Batman in the bat suit from the comics. He had him doing these insane gymnastic moves and jumping around. I love that stuff about it. And I'm a little bit disappointed that now we're rolling back to the Nolan era. We have to make everything very grounded. I mean, it's- Oh, this just goes beyond the Nolan era. It does, yeah, because, and I'm just like, why, why? I, I'm I'm so done with the grounded Batman approach. It's been done, and it was it was good for what it was. But let's embrace the fact that this is a superhero comic book about uh, a guy who has more money than God who dresses up like a giant bat. Let's embrace the fact that it's a ludicrous concept. But they're not going to go that route. They're not. I know. I know they're that. not. I know they're not. You know, but I wish they I, would. You know, it, it, you know. I mean, I know they throw some teases here mm-hmm. and there, like we know at the uh, that one one of those final scenes. You know, damn well the other guy in the jail cell is the Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, but I don't think he's already said on IGN. I don't know if you've gone to IGN that that's not the next villain. He does not want to use the Joker at no, all. No, and I'm glad for that because again, I also as as done as I am with the with the idea of a grounded Batman, I'm even more done with the Joker. I mean, we're right. We've had him, you know, we had Heath Ledger, we had Jack Nicholson, we had, you know, Jared, uh, Jared Leto. Leto, and then we had um, Joaquin Phoenix, just like, let's, we had him on Gotham, like, there were, like, two or three different Jokers on Gotham, we had him in, I think we're getting him in Batwoman now, too, so it's just like, I'm done with the Joker. 
But I know Penguin. We, we know that. And this is a very, this Penguin actually is more in common, oddly enough, with the one on Gotham mm-hmm. than any of the movie ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, but I like how they are making him a mob boss. Yeah. Which is really, in fact, they're making him, to be quite honest with you, my brother-in-law who watched it with me said, that guy reminded him so much of Robert De Niro's Al Capone when I touch him. Yeah, yeah. I saw someone else saying it reminded him a lot of reminded them a lot of uh, James Gandolfini in The Sopranos as well. Yeah, but that but yeah, I, I I loved what they did with the Penguin in this. I thought the Penguin was Colin Farrell, man. Like, you know, I don't know if that was a fat suit or or what, but he just completely yeah. disappeared into that character. You couldn't you couldn't tell it was him. No, not at all. Like I, the ent- even knowing it was him, the entire time I'm sitting there, I'm watching this movie. I'm like, "That's actually Colin Farrell." I could not believe it. It's <laughs> I mean, knowing it as I'm watching the movie. Compare him to that to how he was in Daredevil. Yeah, well, I thought he was great in Daredevil. I liked him in Daredevil, yeah. but um, but I thought he was he was he was he was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Uh, in fact, the people who did the special effects, or should mm-hmm. the makeup, excuse me, on him, should get an award. Yeah, so many people confused him for another actor. I keep forgetting his name. He's a comedian who had to go on Twitter and say, "That's not me." <laughs> you know, I can't. I, 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 this, this guy is one of those guys that was in a lot of shows. I okay, his name. But anyways, Collins. The whole and I love how it's at in the third half, third part of the movie, he turns on Falcone when he finds out mm-hmm. Penley was the rat. Yeah. You know, which I got to ask you, we've now seen how many versions of Falcone. What yeah, do you think of Del Toro? Uh... I, I loved it. Like, I didn't know that Totoro was going to be in it until fairly recently. I'd seen um, Totoro, the clip. Yeah, that's right. yeah, the clip when he meets uh, when he meets Bruce Wayne at the funeral. They had shown that on online um, like last month or something like that. And I saw that clip. I'm like, holy sh- John Totoro's in this and he's playing Carmine Falcone. I thought he was great. Um, I thought so too. I, I don't know why he had to, I don't know what was up with the 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 sunglasses inside at night type of thing, but but that aside. Oh, oh I can explain that one. Okay. He based that off of Carlo Gambino. Oh, okay, okay. They interviewed him and he says he based the entire character, the sweater, mm-hmm. everything off of the Gambino crime family boss. I see. Who okay. dated Marilyn Monroe. Okay, that explains it then because I because I know with it in the comics, uh, Falcone never did any, never did that that sunglasses thing. So that explains it then. I was wondering where that came from. Yeah, uh, but I thought he was great. I thought he was he's easily my favorite version of the character that we've seen in live action so far. You know, I, I agree with hands you. Down, I, he was great. Um, I thought he he played it. Uh, I like a lot of mafia things. I, I like mafia history. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him with the sweaters and the sunglasses, I go. Holy shit, he's playing Carlo Gambino. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy, if you ever read up on his biography, I mean, it's almost the same thing as Carmine Falcone. I mean, including the daughter. Well, his mistresses didn't have a, a Catwoman, but I mean, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Right, Which right. I got to ask you about that. What did you think about Catwoman being the secret daughter of Carl uh, of Falcone? That comes straight from the comics. That comes um, from the comic. Yeah, that was established in. I did uh, not know that. I did not in, know the, that. I think it was the Long Halloween was when they established that. Well, I gotta catch up on my Batman comic. Yeah, they. Um, I, I did not know that. 
Reeves, for inspiration, Reeves had looked at um, the Long Halloween was a big source of inspiration. Uh, Batman Year One was a big source of inspiration, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. Also, uh, Batman Ego um, by Darwin Cook. That was another big source of inspiration for this. Um, and you, I haven't read Ego, but I have read the other ones. And you can see those those elements. And also, even though it's not mentioned, um, it looks like at least... They also took some hints from the the Batman Earth One graphic novels that Jeff Johns and I think it was Gary Frank did because the design of the costume is very similar to Gary Frank's Batman costume in in um, in Earth One, and the whole idea of Alfred, like even the look of him with the cane and the beard, that comes out of Earth One, and also the whole idea of Alfred not necessarily being a butler but being like a bodyguard type, that also comes out of Earth One. Okay, because that one, I like Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. I think he's a wonderful actor. I've seen him in a lot of things besides Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So I know he's a good actor. And out of all the characters, I thought, I'm not going to say the weakest, because that's not the right word to use. I think his, again, I did not know about the bodyguard thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I know, um, like in a Gotham TV show, there was something similar. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ever watch, you know, if you've seen it on there. Yeah, yeah. But I thought this one was one that I think down the road will be more developed. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think either they he didn't get enough lines. I thought he was great. Yeah, I, it's, you know, it's I thought same. Andy's circus was good, but I think one of the problems is this doesn't feel like Alfred to me. Right. That That's one that's, of the things, like, and I keep going back to, you know, Personally, for me, Michael Guff was the perfect Alfred in the in the original Batman movies. He was perfect, right? He yeah. he had the, you know, he had that loyalty to Bruce. He had the the kind of dry English wit thing, and he had captured that character. And if I'm ranking Alfreds, Michael Guff is at the top. Number two is probably Jeremy Irons, then Michael Caine, um, and then I'd put Andy Serkis at the bottom. And this is just talking about the movies, not talking about you know the TV show. So I'd, I'd have to think about where Sean Pertwee would go in there yeah. and um, Alan Napier. No, um, and no, I haven't I seen gotta... the Pennyworth TV show, so I don't know about that. Oh, that's good. You should watch the Pennyworth. Okay. Show. They're good. Uh, I was I, there was one thing that I didn't pick up, but my my sisters from Patty picked up is that they also brought back a character, and maybe she was in the other movies. I don't remember. You know, my, my memory is not that great. Mm-hmm. But one, my, my, my sister's friend brought up, oh, they brought up so-and-so from the original 60s Batman. Because if you remember in the 60s Batman, there's a, obviously Alfred. Oh, oh, that was uh, Aunt Harriet. So not, Aunt, not, the yeah. same, not the same character. She, this was like, her name was like Dolly or Doris or something. And she, was, she wasn't an aunt. She was just like a, looks like just like a, a maid or something. Oh, so she's not, uh, okay. Okay, I thought, well, like I said, she was pointing out because, like, oh, well, that's new. Yeah, you know. And let me ask you the Bruce Patterson's Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. is a completely different Bruce Wayne than what we're used to or seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all been aloof at some point. Right. And they all try to avoid doing day to day Wayne Enterprise stuff. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. You know, um, in the Nolan series, um, he had a surrogate played by the late, great, oh my God, I'm having a brain fart again. Uh, what's his name? Um, 
but um he was in uh, uh, he was um the Danish actor who passed away. He was in Blade Runner. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, Rucker Howe. Rucker Hauer. He passed away. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Oh wow. He passed um, away about two years ago. And, yeah, yeah, the uh, guy who who takes control of, of Wayne Enterprise. Right. But. You know, because he was originally the the, the proxy for him. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, in the Michael Keaton one, you know he he was known as being aloof. Mm-hmm. And um, so this one, he's like basically very aggressively wanting to avoid anything to do with it, and he doesn't come off as the playboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, they completely left that out. Is bailed. I mean, I, I to me, it's a bit refreshing, a bit spooky. Mm-hmm. You know, my 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 brother in law called him the emo emo Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. but I thought it was a nice take. I thought, I, it, was I thought it was. I thought it was okay. You know, what? I'm not as I'm not as down on that as I might have been on on some other aspects, some other choices Matt Reeves made in this. In this, I'm okay with it because we've seen the the playboy Bruce Wayne thing a lot, so. And it makes sense that this is an early, this is early in his career. He's not going to, he's going to be very invested in, in the idea of being Batman. So I thought it made sense for him to be kind of like reclusive. Um, See, I didn't mind it. It was, I'm not, if they keep this up going forward, I'm not sure if I'd be as interested in it, but it, it was fine for this movie. He played it up as a human being who barely got any sleep. Yeah, somebody yeah. who suffers from clinical insomnia, where I got to take medication sometimes, I saw the telltale sign. On yeah, his face. you know, when I saw the the previews of it or the original photos, we saw Pattinson with the kind of floppy hair type thing. Yeah, I didn't like that, and I still don't really like that as a design choice for Bruce Wayne. But it makes sense in the context of this movie, I think. Yes, yes. What did you think of the bad suit? Now, again, this is another thing where it's like, I'm done with the grounded approach and it was fine, but uh, I, I couldn't figure out what the, the damn thigh holster was for either. <laughs> He's walking around with this thigh holster. And when I saw it in the previews and stuff, I thought, oh, that's probably for the, the grapnel gun. But it wasn't because the grapnels are, are built into his gauntlet. So I couldn't figure out what that damn thigh holster was for. Well, no, well, no, maybe he just hasn't decided yet. Yeah. You know, he just carried it, it around. Be, his, his suit looked like a work in progress, like the Batmobile, which is what, a, a 66 Camaro mm-hmm. or something like that? Which yeah. I, I, it looked like a Mad Max car to me. Then a Batmobile I've seen, you know, we've usually seen. But I thought it was pretty cool. I thought that whole scene on the highway was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that chase scene. I thought it was, it was, it was a great chase scene. There's so much about this movie I love, and most of my complaints is about, which it's not necessarily fair, because I know that's not what, I know Matt Reeves wanted to make a grounded movie, but again, at the same time, I'm a little bit disappointed because I'm done with the grounded stuff. I want to see, instead of seeing Bruce in like a makeshift bat cave and like cobbling things together, can't we see like the big bat sprawling bat cave beneath Wayne Manor with the giant penny and the robot dinosaur? <laughs> I'm like, I want to see that shit. Well, you may, but you, you still may get that if they're going to go with the two universes thing. You mm-hmm. still, you still, still may get that. But um, it, it, going back to the realism here, they played on a lot of other things, like how they, they, 
they essentially made fun of QAnon, rightfully mm-hmm. so. Yeah. You know, by, by, by having these chat rooms and, you know, these people showing up because, you know, there's that scene at the convention center where all these other guys in Riddler costumes and, you know, they're talking about guns and all this. Mm-hmm. And you ever see these QAnon chat rooms? Like, in fact, there's a couple under this Anon on there that mm-hmm. uh, uh, they, they basically almost nailed it. And I'm happy they mocked them because they yeah, deserve same here. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, and I thought it was all very, you know, true to to life, to the current situation we're, we're seeing. So I thought all that was really good. Every I love everything about this movie. I'm just disappointed that we're still doing the grounded thing is my main complaint, which okay. it's not but fair you, to judge this movie. For what this movie is, I thought it was great for what it was doing. Okay, but you know, they're going to go forward with this with the next one. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. They, they're going to make a next one. Yeah, I, and, I've resigned and, and, it like... I'm not getting the I'm not getting the the crazy comic book Batman Denny Denny O'Neill Neil Adams stuff that I want to get, but this is good. It's good for what it is, and it's it's a nice melding of the 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 character of Batman where it's not full on grim Frank Miller porn, right? It's well, not that. And I'm and there I, isn't there is an arc there. I, you know, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, he's like, "Well, you know, vengeance. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna get every." I mean, he he wants to create a sense of dread on the criminals, like the criminals prey upon the you. You know, like that scene on the subway platform mm-hmm. with that guy waiting for the train, and all these guys in the clown makeup. But I'm thinking, with you know, first we're first watching the movie, my brother-in-law turns to me and goes, "Are those guys working for the Joker?" Because mm-hmm. I mean, the clowny makeup and all. I go. No, no Joker in this one. No Joker in this one. And, but and so, now that we see from the the scene in Arkham, like they could have been, because uh, we see we know obviously from this from this movie that this Batman has fought the Joker before. Yes. Other, Maybe so, they are acolytes. So they, the could, Joker, they, they could, could they could they could be like you know you know the Joker's former gang or something like that or, or yeah, followers of him true. or something like that. Yeah, that is true. Uh, uh, but what I'm saying is, I mean he he created a sense of dread like. To look at it all the dark corners mm-hmm. like you hear the boom boom i did like that yeah like yeah. every time like there's there's a dark corner like the criminals are like double checking i did think that was kind of cool yeah. um so i will scared. say though that one of the things and again this goes back to my my complaint about the the grounded approach is that when you know they're on the subway platform and you know this guy walks out in in a costume and it doesn't have that same dramatic sense that like, you know, someone back, like him swooping out from the shadows and grabbing someone would have, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I ha, watching this movie made me want to go back and replay some of the Batman games, but you know, the, um, the return to Arkham set is not discounted. So I'm waiting on that. So I went back and I replay and I started replaying Arkham origins and God, that's, that's what I want. Like I want like the whole, you know, dropping down from a gargoyle and swooping someone up and just like, you know. Oh, sure. And I oh, want sure. that kind of stuff in a Batman movie. You may still get it. Maybe he couldn't do it in this movie because he misplaced that, that gun, that missing holster. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Hey, it's somewhere. Listen, they filmed it in Chicago again. You know, if you looked at the scenes and if you look at IMDb, they mm-hmm. filmed it in Chicago and in Scotland. Okay. That's another thing I wanted to mention is one of the things I liked about this is like one of the looking back on the dark night like at the time we loved it was all filmed in chicago but looking back at it you're you're watching it now and you're like 
that's not Gotham. That's Chicago. And, <laughs> yeah. and this one, I did like that they made an effort to actually make it feel like Gotham was a real city. I thought that, I thought it, it, it felt like it was a real, there was a real Gotham city out there. Oh my God. This, this was like a nightmare city. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is like if the people who made the Dark Souls video game were asked to design a city. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the appearance. It's all dark. Even in the daytime, mm-hmm. it's all dark. And you know, it's like, you don't know you're going to go to the corner store and get a shiv. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that fucked up. I mean, I remember that city was like a, like, 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 a, how the hell are they governing it? Even the street, you don't know where the left is or right is. The street names, everything is all spooky. And, you know, again, it's like if Dark from software who makes mm. Dark Souls. So, okay, you're going to design an American city. Oh, yeah, boy, are you living in this city in trouble? You know, I mean, you know, there's a train platform. Everything's dark. Everything. Something else you mentioned, something else you mentioned, too, is is Batman's character arc. And, you know, something else I liked about this movie is, and going back to the Bruce Wayne thing, is I like that we see him as Batman so much in this movie. Like, we almost, we barely see Robert Pattinson outside of the costume. It's almost like, it's not that Bruce Wayne is Batman. It's more like Batman is sometimes Bruce Wayne. Right, exactly, which is, is <laughs> how it should be. And I did like that they heavily leaned into that. Whereas in the in the other movies, it's like in the in the Nolan films, it was very heavy on the Bruce Wayne side. And you yeah. only saw Batman at little points. Well, well, and, well, in, cool and, in the, and in the Bur- and in the Burton films, you know, it was it was pretty much all the villains anyway, and Bruce Wayne was kind of a supporting character, even. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, look, look, look who hints on that in this movie. Mm-hmm. The guy in the, who plays the Riddler. Right when, right, when Batman visits him in Arkham, he says it flat out. That's your real face. Right, yeah, yeah. You know. And Which I think, they I don't say know. that in Batman Begins, but it it's... They made it so that it was more of like a psychological mass as opposed to a physical mass, which is why you see him like you know, the the cartoonish playboy Bruce Wayne, but then he's like all serious when he's with Alfred and all that. Um, but I like the fact that this Bruce Wayne spends so much time in the bat suit. Well, it's sort of like um, this Batman reminds me of that character in The Watchmen who puts R- on the mask. Rorschach? Rorschach. Where, and there's a side... Well, basically, Rorschach says in the graphic novel and in the comic and in the movie that the mask is his real face. Right, right. That that identity, and you know what? That thing is the same thing they applied upon in this movie. Right, and yeah. And the Riddler yeah. says basically the same thing that whoever you really are, this is who you really are. Yeah. You know, everything else is is, is a facade, and and but in that, just look. Just forget about Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. You see in the movie that Batman himself, this is pretending he's a whole separate ethos, a whole separate being. Mm-hmm. He evolves. Yeah. As we mentioned, he, in the beginning, he's all about vengeance at all costs. And then eventually, at the end, it's not about vengeance. It's about, he says, hope and justice. Right. He, he comes up more closer to Superman. And in, in a way, I don't know if you have seen um, um, Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. Yet. Yeah. Okay. There's a similar arc. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, to all, you know, where 
the guy who plays Peacemaker believes it's peace at all costs. Oh, you know, kid, women and children, he has to. And the bad guys in there, the butterflies, you later learn, are basically the same thing. They're saying they came to Earth to conquer it so that we don't make the same mistake as they destroyed their environment. Right. And they realize, at least um, the leader, whoever it is, they came to realize, you know, we made the same mistake at all costs. And John Cena's peacemaker at the end of it realized it cannot be peace at all costs. Right. And the Batman, the Batman, I don't know about Bruce Wayne, but I'm going to say Batman came to realize he can't just be about punishment, but to show that there is hope and, 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 and a journey towards uh, rehabilitation mm-hmm. that we can do more, that this yes. city can recover. Yeah, yeah, I love that aspect of it. I love that they were going with a much more, a Batman who comes out of this on the other side being much more hopeful. I, I really like that aspect of it. And that's an aspect of Batman that's often been avoided in the movies. So I really like that we're we're going back to that aspect of it from the comics and what the um, the the animated series did so well. Um, now, but of course that left the question hanging. Conversely, can the city rehabilitate? Yeah, they got a new mayor, and a lot of the leadership. Well, see, I've got a yeah, I've got a few things about that too because one of the things I kept thinking about when looking at the devastation at the end of the movie was that this perfectly sets it up for No Man's Land. I'm not familiar with that. Oh, you don't know about the No Man's Land story arc in the no, comics? I'm sorry. Oh, you got to There's a Batman sale on comic on Amazon now because Amazon decided to fuck up the Comicsology app. Don't uh, get me started on that. Don't even get me started. It's it's been such a headache. Uh, but yeah, if anyone from Amazon is listening, just give us back the old fucking app and store because this new thing is just a total clusterfuck. But anyway, um, if you go, but if if you go to Amazon's comic section, they they've got a Batman sale on right now. They've got, and one of those, one of the things that's on sale, I'm hope, I think it's still going on. So you might want to, I think it ends like this weekend. So you might want to hurry up and get it, but they've got like um, a bunch of Batman stuff on sale and you want to pick up the, the cataclysm stories and the no man's land stories. It's uh, amazing. May I ask you, are these available in the DC universe? I'd imagine, I don't know, but I imagine. I, so. I, I get that through my, I don't laugh. I got a Disney debit card. That's my debit card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's got Darth Vader now. I was stuck with a Little Mermaid card for like two and a half years. <laughs> but, you know, and before that, Minnie Mouse, I don't know how this happened to me. But anyways, um, and one of the perks is you get a deep discount in DC Universe. Really? For a Disney yeah. card? Yeah, the Disney card. Are you and sure so you're not I- thinking of the Marvel app? No, I got that too. Okay, okay. But yeah, if you're if you're on DC in with DC Infinite, I think it's called or something like that. I, oh wait, I got a Marvel debit card too. I got a discount on that as well. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Now you got me thinking. Which one I got a discount with? Darth Vader, Darth Vader, Disney. I'm yeah, pretty it's sure. the Marvel. Yeah, it's the Marvel I one. I got yeah. a discount. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm but, stupid. I'm so, gonna, I should hang up and hit my head against the wall here. <laughs> But um, I got but the yeah, DC I'm, universe. But you have the DC universe app. Okay. Um, I'm double checking now. I believe that they have No Man's Land on there. I'm just looking at okay. looking it up now. Well, can you enlighten me what this No Man's Land is about without spoilers? So uh, yeah, it looks like they do have the storyline up there. Um, 
the so the storyline is that in um first it was the cataclysm story arc where there was uh this there was this massive earthquake in gotham caused by a supervillain and it had caused all this devastation and it like cut off gotham from the rest of the country and basically in no man's land they kind of have this thing where they're like you know what the U.S. government decides we're just going to cut off Gotham City from the rest of the country. And it's almost like an escape from New York kind of thing. Oh, my uh, God. And so Gotham, it's gets closed off from the rest of the. Remember in The Dark Knight Rises, how the bridges yes. were. It was, it's very similar kind of situation to that. Um, and, you know, it's like the villains are setting up their own sort of like their own little territories in Gotham and. And Batman and the police are like the only, the few police that are left, like the only ones who are left who can try to take control of the situation. So it's really cool. It's a really good, it's a really amazing storyline. Um, but yeah, was, Cataclysm was the, it, it's three parts in the trades and it, it's all on um, the DC Universe Infinite app. But it's, Batman Cataclysm was the earthquake stuff. There was Road to No Man's Land, which like the, the build up to that. And then the actual No Man's Land story arc. Okay, I, I'm gonna check that out. That would be interesting. Don't uh, I thought they were gonna rebuild this all? You know, they could do that. Like another thing they could do is they could rebuild it, and this could also be a way for um, uh, Bruce Wayne to you know come out of his you know come out of the cave basically. So they mm -hmm. could do that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, in general. Uh, also, I want to talk about Jeffrey Wright as, as Gordon. What do you think of him? I liked him. I like. I know. I know some people think that he didn't fit. I've heard the argument that they gave him too much screen time. Uh, but then again, I thought he was good. I thought I, I thought he was perfect in the role. Yeah, I, I liked is, him. He was, you know, and in fact, I love that scene when he leads batman into the crime scene like that felt very much like the old denny o'neill neil adams comics when batman would show up and him and commissioner gordon would go over the crime scene together i love that i thought that was perfect commissioner gordon in this movie knows that his police department at least half of it is a piece of shit mm -hmm. and half of it is okay and he's looking for allies and he find and i think maybe in year one it's definitely off screen before the movie that he realizes Batman is the helper he needs and it sort of finalizes I think in that scene when they're in the uh, where he keeps the little bat signal mm -hmm. you know right before uh, before he meets Catwoman at one you know I don't know if you remember before they kidnap it's like in the third part what first started a movie yeah um, and so I think this is why he agrees okay listen you got to punch me in the face. You got to make it look real. Yeah, and yeah. Slip some of the keys. And I think he realizes, okay, this is real. Our friendship, well, partnership, not friendship. Mm -hmm. it, 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 this is it. I can definitely use this because I'm not getting help with the department. God knows half of them are working for the mob. Right. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was great. I think this is probably the best version of Gordon we've seen on screen so far. Um I mean, you know, I think if he'd been given more to do, uh, J.K. Simmons probably would have been the best, but he, he wasn't. So just got to go with what we've actually seen. And based on that, I think he's 
definitely my favorite Gordon that we've seen so far. Now, do you think, had there been a these Gotham PD, that, I mean, this was obviously, you're telling me this was canceled. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were planning on having Jeffrey Wright essentially take that over? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything about this on, on the Wikipedia page. But my gut says probably not. Um, and it looks like it would have been a prequel of, and it would have focused on the, so the series would have been told from the perspective of a crooked cop. So it wouldn't have actually been Gordon. It would have been someone else. Um, okay. It probably would have been, you know, I think what they would have done is they probably would have gone with Bullock. Is It's not said who, would, who they would have gone with, but I assume right. it would have been Bullock because in the pre-crisis stories, he was a crooked cop. Was Bullock in the movie? In this movie, no. I didn't think so. He hasn't appeared in any of the movies. Um, there was, in in the 89 Batman, they had Lieutenant Eckhart, yeah, who's, who's basically, he's basically pre-crisis Bullock. Right. Right? But he wasn't, act, but it, obviously his name wasn't actually Bullock. And then you had Donald Logue played Bullock in the, the Gotham TV show. But in the yeah. movies, in the in the movies themselves, live action movies, we haven't seen Bullock at all. And I was expecting Donald Logue to betray him in that show in Gotham every second. Because God damn it, anything I ever see him in, he's like a backstabber. Mm-hmm. He's a backstabber in uh, um oh god. Um what's that show at Oliphant? Um Are you talking about please, Justified? Justified. I think he's in that one, playing an FBI, crooked FBI agent. Okay. And he's in Vikings. I just saw him playing King Horik, where mm. he's a fucking piece of shit in that. <laughs> you know. Um, anyways, anyways. So wow. Um, uh, well, also one other thing I want to talk about before we yeah. wrap this up is yes. what I think was the best performance in this movie, Zoe Kravitz. Thank you. I don't know why some people are giving her hate. I don't know why some people are saying, oh. She was too slow. Oh, there was no connection. Oh, there was no chemistry. Oh, she made it longer. Day. Bullshit. I thought she was pretty damn good. And you I know, thought she was perfect. She was perfection in that role. Like this is, you know, I thought all the cat, all the live action Catwoman have been great. Okay, so let's get that out of the way. Like you know, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, classic. Um, yes. Anne Hathaway, awesome job. Yes. Zoe Kravitz, though, is like the perfect version of this character we've seen in the movie. She is exactly like the character from the comics. Why do you think they're saying there's no chemistry? Because, oh, she's not fighting over Batman. Come on. I don't know. I, I mean, that, I, I th- you know what I, I suspect a lot of it is, is a lot of it is racism. Because there's a lot of people who are just like, oh, she's t- it's too woke because she mentions white privilege in it at one point. I'm like, oh. yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, you know, anytime there's a, there's a woman of color, they're going to be, they're going to bitch about it. That's really what I think it is. For um, the record on television, they done polls who played the best cat woman on TV. Oh yeah. It was, was, kit. yeah. it was Eartha Kitt for the original, you know, so I'm sorry that don't hold. And honestly, I just thought she's not going to be wily or, oh, Bruce, or, oh, mm. Batman. Because first off, she's on her own agenda. Yeah, she, she, she uh, she's. It's almost like the Punisher in a way with her. 
you know, or, or, or some kind of vendetta with her because she knows damn well her father's the one responsible for the murder of her friend and her friend and her were like besties and mm-hmm. this happens to her. Come on. And not only she doesn't know who to trust and right. she's like, well, I like you, oh, you know, and all this stuff. And, uh, uh, but then, come on, I, 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 th- I thought it clicked. I thought it, it was just perfect. clicked. Yeah. Yeah, it you was know? very, I thought she she did a very good job. And that's exactly what Catwoman's like in the comics. She's always got her own agenda. So I don't know what people are complaining about. Um, I, I thought, I thought her, her, her chemistry with Pattinson, I thought was great. Um, you know, I thought she, like I said, she's my, fa- hands down, my favorite performance in this movie is her. Um, she was just exactly what I wanted Catwoman to be. Now, is she going to return in a future movie? Do we know? It's too early to tell. I mean, I hope so. Um, but it, it, it's up and I'm not sure. They, I, so I've been, I read that there have been, that some cast members have signed on for more movies, but I'm not sure. So here's what, here's what Wikipedia says. Um, so you are right, actually. It looks like they are going to be doing a new trilogy. Um, and oh, it's yeah, be I have a, to give it. And it's going to be a Batman-focused shared universe that's separate from the DCEU stuff. Oh, there you go. Um, See? Now it says key cast members have signed on for the future films, but uh, it doesn't say which of those are the key cast members. Come um, on. You know, damn well, a dump truck full of money just appeared in Patterson's front yard. And they well, Patterson's already, up. no, Patterson's already said he's, he'll do it, but I'm talking about other cast members. So we don't know about, I don't know about Zoe Kravitz or, or what, but. Um, well, Circus is probably going to be in it. Circus is probably signed on, I'd you imagine. Know. Um, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, I'd imagine, would definitely be in it. But they do, they give her an out for her because, for her to be out in the next movie because she says that she's leaving, she's going to Bloodhaven. So it would make sense for her to sit out a movie. Oh, in fact, you know what? I, why not give her a give her a solo Catwoman movie is to make well, up for I was the, about the Halle to Berry ask you one? That. I was about to ask you two questions. Okay. One is, I, I went on the internet to see, uh, you know, what they were saying. And, you know, a lot of people went to Bloodhaven. Mm-hmm. And you know where I'm going with this, but I don't think there's a Robin yet. Not yet, it's no. Too early. It's too it's early. too early. Um, but Pattinson and Reeves have expressed interest in, in- introducing Robin. So it could right. mean that he comes up in the next in the next movie or something. You don't like think, it, it, like everybody on the internet, so I like your take on this. That I think it could be the now orphaned boy of the mayor. Who was killed? No, so that, that wouldn't work. Mother. No, yeah, that wouldn't work. I no, think that'd I be think. stupid. It was just like when when Batman Begins came out, and there was that little kid that Batman tossed the thing to. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's Robin." I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> and no, no. so yeah, I and but him introducing him in the next movie actually makes sense because um, if I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken, I think actually in the comics, Robin did appear in the second year. Um. Yeah, he but, appeared in 1940, and Batman appeared in what was it, 1939? Something like that. Yeah. So. Well, I'm just. Yeah, 1939 was when Batman uh, premiered, and then Robin came out a year after. So they could ease. And in the comics, um, you know, in the world of the comics, they did the Long Halloween, which is set in the second year, and then after that came the Dark Victory series, and that introduced Robin. So I think they could easily introduce Dick Grayson in the next one. The question um, is, how old will he be in this? Yeah, I think they'd probably go with more of a teenage 
version. I don't think they go with the 10 year old version. I was going to ask. Uh, but I don't think they'll, I also don't think they'll go with like the, you know, Chris O'Donnell, who looks like he's 35, supposed to be playing an 18 year old. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened to him? Last I time know. I saw him, he was on Price is Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. He was on the 50th anniversary nighttime prices, right? But I'm just saying, uh, I can't see them doing because Patterson's Bruce Wade, he's not in his 40s in this one. He's in his 30s, right? He's in his 30s. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So, so a uh, teenager one. Yeah, that's got to be interesting. But I want to know what they're going to do with Bloodhaven. If you think that's where the Catwoman movie is going to be. I mean, I, it, know. I don't know if there's going to be a Catwoman movie, but I think, you know, why not? I mean, give Zoe Kravitz a shot at, at, at doing, at giving, doing the movie. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, in general, I, um, I thought it was good. It's just I do wish that we can move away from the that ain't happening, grounded bro. stuff. Yeah. It, it's, that ain't happening. It's, you're, you're stuck with yeah. Gritty Batman. It, I'm, I'm fine with more... Gritty. I just, want it, I just want some of the more fantastical stuff to be in there, too. Well, uh, you know what? You may get that with uh, Batwoman. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried watch. I watched, like, the first episode. It didn't really do much for me, so. No. I never seen any of them. Quite honestly, I just, I, I, it was on I, TV, I, right? Yeah. Um, Superman and Lois is amazing. If you I haven't seen that, I you have, have... I have not seen that yet. Do you have HBO I, I, Max? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, HBO the Max. whole the whole first season is on HBO Max. Watch Superman and Lois. It's so it's like the best Superman has been since Christopher Reeve. Oh, okay, I will watch it. It's the perfect modern take on Superman, and it 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 brings in so much new aspects of the character because him and Lois have a raise have two kids who are in high school in the show, and it's just. It's it's perfect. I'm rewatching it right now. Okay, it, I will. So it, it hasn't been canceled, has it? No, no, no. The first, the second season is airing now. Okay, I will watch it, and I will touch base with you. Once. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. The whole first season's on HBO Max. Watch it. It's okay. so good. Well, I'll tell you, a lot of superhero stuff to watch. Yeah, I mean, I like you were you mentioned. Well, you mentioned the CW shows. I'm so behind on those because last. I, I'm caught up on Superman and Lois, but uh, which you know up to the up to the first season. But I haven't, and I'm caught up with Flash up until what eight season eight I think was the one that was recently on. Oh, I'm behind on Netflix. I, the, but like I'm, last... I haven't seen the last. I'm trying to work my way through the last season of Supergirl, but it's it's so not good. Uh, um, I'll tell you, well, I want your opinion because uh, with the Flash, I'm where he just defeated Savitar. Yeah, it's it. It's okay. You know who that is. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're talking. I think okay. that I believe that. Pretty sure that's the third season. That's um, that's where he finds basically a mirror or a split version of him. Yeah, that was the, sh the show has like goes like up and down. And the 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 most recent season that's on Netflix was a was a slog to get through. It was okay. especially the I, middle part. It was definitely. I haven't seen the last season of Green Arrow yet. That was okay. Um, I kind of gave up on Heroes of Tomorrow. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow? Oh, Legend of Tomorrow. See, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched like two seasons of it. And it's not that I don't hate it. It's just that it, I had so much on my plate. Mm -hmm. I had yeah, to give yeah. up something. It was on the chopping block. Uh, I never saw Black Lightning. Black Lightning was pretty good. I've seen, well, I've seen the first two seasons. I haven't seen what's left um, of it. Um, but yeah, the, the WB stuff is 
running out of steam, it seems like, um, but or the CW stuff, not the WB, but yeah. Superman and Lois being the exception. Superman and Lois is so good. It's really good. It's, 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 I'm surprised it's a CW show because it's, it could easily be on HBO Max because that's how good it is. That's how good the quality I, is. I definitely have to watch it. I'm also a little excited that they're now counting Daredevil and, uh, all the former Netflix shows. Yeah, they're they're coming on uh, Disney Plus uh, later yeah. this month. In fact, I'm hoping they make new ones. They would be nice, but uh, you know, uh, but we'll gosh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think for now they'll probably just keep them as supporting characters and stuff. Like you know, Daredevil popped up in No Way Home, and Kingpin popped up in Hawkeye. So I think they'll be doing that kind of stuff from now on. Well, for I, a little I bit at least wait. before they bring something yeah. else. In. And, and and of course you got the what. Uh, not related to either of these universes on Amazon. You have the boys. Oh, yeah. I just, I haven't seen the new season yet, but uh, the new season trailer, but I just saw that it was released. So I'll have to check. Yeah, no, it it looks interesting. Well, that's completely different from the Batman. I guess we should bring it up here. No, it's okay. uh, What was it? I I would just like your opinion. I never talked to you about the boys. What would you think of that? I like it. It, it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. I'll leave it at that. It's like, have you seen this? Have you seen that news show? Yeah, it gives information. No, I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's fun. I, I like it. it. It's good for what it is. I mean, it's nothing. I'm not like blown away by it the way everybody else seems to be, but, but I enjoy it. So. It's like when I asked you about Moss Burger. <laughs> I've never seen Bob's Burgers. No, no, Moss Burger. I asked oh, Moss Burger. Japanese. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a burger place. Yeah, it's a burger place. Yeah. It's a burger place. <laughs> like, no enthusiasm. Like, yeah, it's there. It's yeah, I don't, I don't really like them that much. <laughs> My wife likes it, but I don't. <laughs> it's it. Uh, All right. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Johnny, anything else we want to say about the Batman? Uh, Apparently, there's maybe an extended version of that movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to see that release on H. On a, is what would it be? HBO Max? Yeah. Well, yeah, HBO Max. I think they've already announced that it's coming out next month. Yeah. So apparently, it might be coming out to that. You get HBO Max in Japan, don't you? Well, not a. I use a VPN to access it, but yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Uh, It'd be interesting. I wish they'd put back Dude. <laughs> I think that's come. That's I just saw. I saw an email. That's one of the things that's coming going to be on soon. So it should be back on there soon. Uh, well, I listen. It's always good in these dark days mm-hmm. to see a superhero movie, even when it's gritty. And well, one of the things I like it's gritty, but it's not dour, right? It's right. It's got a hopeful message at the end. So I, I thought that was I like that about it. You know, I mean, it'd be, it, it, it's I, not like it's, this, it's not like, you know, Batman v Superman where you want to kill yourself after you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, there goes two hours of my life I'm never getting back. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing it was, like that. It, it's, a, it's a movie that makes you want to invent a time machine so you can go back in time and punch yourself in the face <laughs> before you buy the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Don't buy this ticket. You can do something more productive, like put yeah. your hand in a blender. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Johnny. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote um, before we close up? 
no, no, I don't want to get political. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, listen, man. Uh, what is there another uh, movie coming out that uh, you know? Oh. Actually, I do got a quickie question for you because mm-hmm. you and I both have a, a something in common. I saw a preview, and maybe you've seen it already. The Takeshi Takashi Miike. Thank, thank you, thank you. Did he make a vampire yakuza movie? Yeah, yeah, Yakuza Apocalypse. How is that? I just saw an ad for that. It's okay. It's you know, it's it's not as um. It's not like, I think it's just like at this point in his career and after seeing so many of his movies, it's not as shocking as the premise might have you believe, but, but it's, it's fun. You know what? He should throw everyone off kilter, make a Disney movie. Just, and do just, what? Just make a Disney movie. Well, I mean, he, he made it. He did make a, a children's fantasy film. What did he make? The, the Great Yokai War. That was him. That was him. Yeah. Holy shit! That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think there's actually a sequel to it. I'm not sure if he he directed it as well, but I know I think there's well, a sequel about oh, it. Oh, speaking of vampires, mm-hmm. are you going to be a certain see a certain superhero vampire movie with Jared Leto coming out very shortly? Oh, Morbius. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. And you know, he, he seems to be doing. It seems to be um, seems much better than whatever he was trying to do with Joker. So I mean, Jared Leto's a good actor. I just I don't, don't know. It's just like it. Nobody told him that what he was doing with the Joker was terrible. <laughs> I don't know what they were going with that. No, no one you know? No, I mean he thought he was going to have his own Joker movie. I remember him being so pissed off in a TV interview on, on TV, like you know, well, they told me we're going to have a whole movie with Joker, you know. Well, no, obviously not after seeing what you did, asshole. Yeah, okay. yeah. Jesus. Well, I'm picking up tickets for Morbius. It's going to be coming out very shortly. I'm not sure when it comes out here. I got to look that up. Uh, but, wow. but we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Johnny, always good to see you. Yes. Always good to talk with you. Thank you for having me. Good thanks, thank thanks for coming back on. Thanks for um, thanks for requesting this because you 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 dropped me a line and said like, oh, you want me to be on to talk about it. So anytime you want to do that, anytime anyone else wants to do that, just well, drop me a line and let me know. I, I'm there for you, buddy. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. So thank thanks you. for listening to Superhero Cinephiles. SuperheroCinephiles.com is the website and Super Cinema Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to like us, leave us a review. And thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. You have been listening to the Superhero Cinephiles podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Super Cinema Pod. Join our Facebook group by searching for Superhero Cinephiles, where you can interact with us and other superhero fans. If you'd like to support the show, you can become a regular supporter at Patreon or make a one-time donation through PayPal, both of which can be found at our website, SuperheroCinephiles.com. If you buy or rent any movies through the Amazon links at our site, it helps support the show. Please be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. And as always, good night, good evening, God bless.